It's Golden Hour Adventure Time, featuring everyday people doing extraordinary things. From the peaks of victory to the valleys of defeat, these are their stories. Now, from the back of the pack, your hosts, Justin and Robbie. Welcome to Golden Hour Adventures. It's your host, Bethany Andrews, from the way back of the pack, with two very special guests, even though they say it every single week, Justin Andrews and Robbie Pike. She almost forgot your name. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, how embarrassing. We'd have to hit record again. Thanks, Justin. Um. All right. This is Golden Hour Ventures Year in Review. Special episode with a guest host, me, and the two co-hosts, Robbie and Justin. And me. I guess I'm Justin. <laughs> um, and I'm Robbie. <laughs> Welcome. We, um, it's a pleasure to have you guys this week. So I thought we would just start by kind of looking back at some of the episodes that you have um, recorded over the past year and released to the population. Um, what is something that you learned? Robbie, I'll let you take this one. Something that I've learned. That's a good question. <laughs> she sprung it on us. Yeah. Like, well, I'm just going to answer this. So I'm going to take the question. So I've learned not all guests are equal. I, a lot of people have a lot of nervous energy when they come on and it takes them a while to open them up. Then after they get opened up, it starts flowing and the conversation goes good. I've learned that podcasting takes a lot of mental energy, a lot of focus uh, to stay on track with your guest. And I've also learned that we have to sometimes keep the guest on track and keep them moving forward. That's what I've learned. Yeah, that's awesome. What, um, what about you, Justin? <laughs> well, Rob, Robbie always gets so uh, philosophical with his questions and his answers. And so I'm over here thinking like, well, I learned um, how to pee on a bike while it's moving. Um <laughs> I learned that you can pull your twig and berries out on a trail race as long as it's at night and there's no cameras. I learned that you can get shocked on your ankle for however many hours it takes you to swim 20 miles because a shark is underneath you. Uh, I learned that um, you can ride a bronking horse and get scholarships to go to college. Like, I, there's just so much that I learned that. I thought that, you know, that when we started this podcast, that it was going to be, you know, it was going to be a primarily running podcast with a handful of guests sprinkled in that were not running based. And, you know, we've just had so many great guests over the week, weeks and year that we've been doing. And it. it's just amazing to see how everyone is out there just rocking it and kicking ass. And it's just fun to to be able to be the platform to tell their story. And so. I've just learned that every individual is an individual and they all, everyone has a story to tell. Yeah. I think that's super true as your number one listener. Um, I mean, our only, well, we say we have three, right? Is it three or four? I can't remember. 
It changes every week. I <laughs> have been here from the very first. You're a horse jockey turned ultra runner. You've had hunters, outdoorsmen, pr- priest on there even, a sled dog handler. You've had hikers and outdoor lovers, moms on the go. You've had a fighter pilot, a bronc rider, photographer, videographer, a pro disc golfer, a yogini, a cyclist, a triathlete, an ultra swimmer, nonprofit founders, race directors, podcast hosts, and you've had runners of every single freaking distance over <laughs> and over again. So we know they're your favorite. <laughs> they're all our favorites. But yeah. I personally, as a listener, learned a lot of stuff too. Both what Robbie was talking about, how every guest is unique and how, you know, it does take some people a little bit longer to open up. But I think that's where you guys come in and shine. And, you know, Robbie asked a little bit more of the hard hitting questions and Justin provides more of the comedic relief, I think. (laughs) But you guys like allow their personalities and stories to be brought to life and shine through, I think, in a really well way. Um. And yeah, like Justin learned so many things about adventures that I didn't even know you could have or that people were out there, you know, ultra swimming or. Yeah. Who knew that there was ultra swimming? Like yeah. <laughs> when Ben Tuff came on, I was like, wait, you swim how far? <laughs> and it's crazy to think like Robbie and I have both done hundred milers and you've done an ultra marathon and like we get it all the time that you know, like, oh my gosh, I don't even like to drive that far. And, and here he is talking about swimming. And I'm, I'm just thinking like, I don't even like to drive that far. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Oh, that, yeah, no, that's true. Um, all right. Well, of all the adventures that you guys have highlighted, what would be something that you would want to tag along on? Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, for me, uh, I can't remember, but it's the the Rocky, whatever something hunt where you go after all those animals. Oh, yeah, the Grand Slam. Yeah, I think it was the, it wasn't the Grand Slam. I don't remember what it was. It was the 10 main animals in North America. Yeah, it's something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Grand 10 or something. Yeah. I was going to say Rocky Slam, but I got running in my mind, of course. But... <laughs> That that one is like listening to you know his stories. That one just that one caught my attention because that's an amazing feat to go kill all those animals in all those different conditions. And a lot of those animals want to kill you. <laughs> so that one and plane crashes. <laughs> and plane crashes. Then just you know how you know, when he was talking about the buffalo and he had to go on to uh, native land to kill the buffalo because, you know, we don't have many buffalo to, excuse me, bison. I don't want to call it the wrong thing. Uh, bison. It was just, that's something I'd like to do. That's something way out of my comfort zone to go hunt a mountain lion, bear. So that's mine. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be pretty <laughs> cool. What about you, Justin? You know, I'd like to think that I would be, uh, I'd like to jump on that back of a horse and go for a bronc ride or, <laughs> or uh, jump on a horse and be a jockey, even though I'm probably way, way too heavy to be a jockey. But, <laughs> you 
you know, it's just like you, you listen to the guest and like you, you, you kind of get their energy. And I think that's what drives me is their energy. And, um, uh, I don't know, I forgot her last name, but Jenny from the Wasatch mountains, when she talked about some of these adventures that she went on and peaking with her kids and like some of the fun that she has on the hikes, like that seems like an adventure that I would want to do. I'd want to go on like one of these peaks in the Utah mountains and just have fun with it. And it just seems like when they, when they packed a, a couple bottles and in, and they were like 60 pounds of weight, you know, for a, a single five mile hike, like an overnight, that just seems fun to me. I don't know. Just getting in some of those crazy conditions and getting chased out by moose. And I don't know that back country type adventure seems really fun. And then even the, you know, we had Gary on and Gary goes on backcountry skiing to some remote cabin out in the woods and stays for three, four days. And everything that they have is what him and his wife packed on their back. Like some of those style adventures would be really cool to, to go on. So I would like to say that I'm brave enough to go on the, the swims or the getting on the back of a horse or taking a sled dog through the remote wilderness of Alaska. But in the end, I think just like taking those like super long backpacking trips and just kind of staying out in the wilderness for, for days on end would just be super fun. Yeah. You know, that's kind of interesting because all those things that you mentioned are the ones that are not driven with a goal, like a set goal. Like you're not trying to reach a certain distance that you're racing or swimming or biking. You're just there more for the adventure. Not saying you're not, if you have a specific goal in mind, but it's just about enjoying the outdoors really, or just enjoying that adventure that you're having. So I feel like it's more about like the people that you take with you, you know? Um, all right. Well, how many of these items have you guys added to your bucket list or, <laughs> cause I know Justin's race list is going up and I know Robbie's is probably too, but like, what thing do you think you will accomplish? Hmm. Well, I can tell you right now, I'm never going to be a fighter pilot, <laughs> <laughs> nor a horse jockey. Uh, I will never, I'm never going to say never, but I can almost promise you that I will not get on the back of a bronking, a bucking Bronco. Um, but you know, there's always been that thought in the back of my mind. Uh, and I've always had this question, which is harder, a 140 mile iron man or a hundred miler and you know you hear oh a hundred milers harder or an iron man's harder well the only way to truly know that answer is to go out and do an iron man and be to the termination of myself so i could definitely see that i would do an iron man one day i actually owe an iron man to somebody so i need to fulfill that at one point <laughs> <laughs> um i've actually picked up uh, last summer, I picked up my first disc golf and played all summer last year. I didn't get out at all this summer, but, um, there might be some time still. So I've done that, you know, with my, excuse me, with my content creation, I'm always looking for photographers and videographers to, to have fun with me and play around. So, you know, that's always been in the back of my mind and you take me on hikes a lot. So we knocked that off. So and how cool would it be just to jump on a sled dog and and run 
run one of those little races. That'd be fun. I'm not going to do that dinner rod, but <laughs> that would be fun. But I, I feel like that I, that I sprinkle a little bit of that stuff here and there. And, you know, I have um, some admirations to do others. I've kicked around the idea of being a race director at one point, but it seems like a lot of work. <laughs> Every one that we've interviewed, I'm like, oh, I don't know if I want to do that anymore. <laughs> right. Um, what about you, Robbie? I was just uh, thinking about when Justin was talking about race directing, because we did we did talk about race directing and man, that no. I don't wanna <laughs> it sounds it sounds, you know, like fun, but all the work, it just I'd rather just go out and run a race. I'm but I'm the same with you, man. I, I think that yeah, that that dream is probably like past. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was there for a while. Then, yep. You know, thank you, more- thank you, race director guest, and all race directors out there for what you do. Because uh, I have a huge appreciation for you guys now having a couple on the podcast and run many many races. Um, definitely a huge uh, appreciation for you guys. Yeah, me too. Uh- I was at the Wasatch 100 this last weekend and just seeing how that race is put on, I would not want anything to do with it. Like there's a lot of moving parts in that race. And I could only imagine the emails they get from all the people complaining, the crew, even the runners just complaining. I just <laughs> wouldn't want to have to deal with that. But for me, one of the ones that, caught my eye kind of was when we had an upcoming guest uh was about uh gravel bike racing and that's something that i think i started riding a bike when i was five rode a bike until i started running pretty much i still ride every once in a while but i think with the gravel bike racing you get the speed and you're still outside on these long adventures taken in the scenery so that's one thing that i've kind of put on my bucket list is a gravel bike race and it it would have to be at a longer distance for me i don't think a short one would be any fun because i think it'd just be over too quick you know we go out there and want to spend all day if not days out doing our thing so i think a longer one would be cool I've always had like the tour divide in the back of my head, backpacking that. So that's something maybe a gravel bike race would kind of help me push me in that direction. That'd be cool. Yeah. That'd be super cool. I think, well, you guys should do that. You should do an Ironman. Um, Maybe after you retire. (laughs) uh... Retire from what running? (laughs) still running <laughs> oh my gosh yeah i still gotta run a marathon <laughs> and you should definitely do a gravel bike race that'd be t- super cool um i could do like a super casual gravel bike race um with very small just rolling hills nothing like a mountain bike race <laughs> nothing steep a gravel bike race does sound really fun though everybody that we've had on that's a gravel bike rider or race director they their events just seem so fun they're they kind of seem like how everyone in the ultra trail community talked about how the races were back in the day. 
like they're grassroots they're this they're that you know like until the big brands came in and bought us out like (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah even though i love that the big brands are coming in and growing our sport i absolutely love it you know some of the grassroots races are still pretty cool and and i consider bighorn maybe one of those grassroots races and so that's why i love that race so much but um i i consider the based off everything we've talked to i've never done a gravel bike race but i consider from what we've learned that the gravel bike community is still kind of that grassroots type. And so it'd be kind of cool to experience that before. And it will guaranteed blow up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You guys should host a golden hour adventures, gravel adventure, and just have a weekend out there and everybody just bring their little gravel bikes. (laughs) That seems like a terrible idea. Oh Robbie doesn't have a gravel bike, and I live in Alaska. So, oh my gosh! Here we're gonna we're gonna host a Golden Hour Adventures gravel ride, and we don't know what we're doing. So, actually, that would be perfect. That would be right on par for the things that we do, right? <laughs> just live stream. We can virtual live stream. We just yeah. said we didn't want to race direct, and here you are volunteering us to race. No, not a race, just like a get together adventure. You know. We yeah. could always do a through hike. Mm. Ah, okay. Maybe <laughs> not. <laughs> okay. What was your favorite like story that someone, one of your guests shared? Like either the most memorable or the funniest, or even like the one that like sent them, drove the message home about, you know, overcoming something to achieve their goal or you know because some of your guests didn't necessarily have the end result that they wanted but they still you know accomplished something yeah you know I think um you know we've had a lot of guests on that have been you know they placed in this race or they you know did really well but I think the ones that struck the most and probably with me and I've Robbie as well. And I'm sure our audience are the ones that we've had two DFLs on the podcast, but I think John's story was just amazing. Like his first 50 K, like he went in kind of unprepared, like not necessarily unprepared race wise, like, you know, fitness, like he had fitness, but you know, we talked about how he ran out of food and he was at one point he was nervous and he got lost and that just X, Y, and Z, he had to lie at an aid station to continue on because he broke the cutoff. And it's just like the mental fortitude that it took to keep going, even though everything around him and I'm sure everyone and I'm sure himself was like, you should just stop. But he just kept going. The race director had to come out with a car and find him provided to provide headlight for him to make it in because he couldn't see anything like I I don't know how I would have handled that situation and you know it, it would have been real easy just to have stopped um but it, he kept going and it and I think that message you know resonated with a lot of people myself included yeah for for me I guess I have kind of two different looks at this you know there was the funny stuff with Steve on the twig and berries and when we had the triathlete on there, going to the bathroom on her bike, uh, those were funny and those stick out in my head. You know, when Tony Russ was talking about running 
and he ran to the race from his house. Then he wasn't having his day, but he got to see uh, his friend for one last time during that race. Uh, Cause after, you know, he committed suicide. That one really stuck out to me. Just how life works, how this universe works. You know, he wasn't having his day and he ran all the way there to start the race. Then he got to see his friend for one last time that he really didn't know that was going to be the last time, but that was eventually the last time. That one really stuck out to me. And then we had the lady um, that was running for her brother. That was another one. Yeah, that really stuck out for me too. It was really emotional. uh, Just listening to it and talking to her. That one just that one was another one that just hit me. And sometimes we just get caught up in our own lives and you know, everything's so bad or so good that we forget about other people's struggles and what's going on in their lives. And just having some empathy for other people and not just always driving and driving for our own lives. There's other people out there. Out of most of messages that I've got from this podcast, doing this podcast is that is there's other people in this world with struggle. And every time we get one and we record it, it just like snap brings me right back. Like there's more to this life and we get to hear these people's stories. We get to hear them be born vulnerable and honest with us. And those are the ones that really stick out for me. Damn, there goes Robbie getting getting deep again. <laughs> no, it's true though, right? Because like you remember the funny stories, um, but you also remember the hard hitting ones too, and you you take more of a lesson away from that. And I think, um, you know, it's important as like athletes or people that are showing up, you know like at the start line of a race, we don't know what everyone's going through. We don't know. um, I mean, we can assume that they all worked their butts off to get to the starting line, but we don't know like what they're going through that day, what they went through the months beforehand. Um, I think it's important and stories like that bring it home that we're all either racing for different reasons. Um, we're all, you know, running or any sport really is a way to decompress or to handle those emotions that you otherwise might not be able to handle. Um, it's an escape for a lot of people as well as a, you know, a resource to push yourself further than you thought possible. So I think, yeah, it's a good reminder when we hear those stories that whenever we show up in spaces where other people are, that we can you know, have empathy, like you said, or we can just recognize that not everyone is in the same space as us or in the same mindset as us, or they have different goals, you know, whenever they show up at the starting line. Yeah, I think UTMB did a really good video. And if you haven't seen it, go go around and look for it. I think it's on their social media, but they, they highlighted the different emotions at the start of the UTMB. And I, I think I sent it to you, Bethany. I'm, I might have sent it to you, Robbie, but it was just kind of, it was kind of cool because they they just highlighted like nervous and then they 
they picked a couple runners that looked just like super nervous. And then they gratitude. This guy was like, you could see tears rolling down his cheek because he was so grateful that he finally got to that starting line. And just like they highlighted all these different emotions and it hit me. And I was like, dang, I want to go run UTMB. <laughs> <laughs> you but know, when just, it, you and I good. just decided to, we sat down and talked about podcast ideas and we wanted, you know, extraordinary people, you know, everyday people doing extraordinary things. And we didn't want to go so much for the elites or the pros or the top runners. We've all heard their podcasts. They all sound the same. Yeah. Sometimes they have a little bit, you know, struggles here and there. But when we sit down and talk with real people to do this for whatever it is, like you're saying, Bethany, that just highlights that we're all still human beings and everyone has a story to tell. And yes, it's fun to watch the elites, you know, battle it out. But to be honest, that's not everyone. <laughs> that's a very small percentage of people. Yeah. And that to me, it's just not real. It's not real. Uh, so many people have stories to tell. And I'm so grateful that we decided to go that route and not, you know, go after the elites or the the faster people that are, you know, top three all the time, stuff like that. So, yeah, it's just, I'm super happy the route we went with just people doing crazy stuff. Yeah, I agree. Especially like what we were talking about earlier. We learned so much. We got just a little glimpse into so many different um, sports that you can do or adventures that you can go on. Um, and your guests and your listeners can all, you know, have different doors open to them or like a little seed was planted, like, oh, I think I want to do a gravel bike race, or I think I want to go hiking, like, you know, a weekend long hike backpacking. Um, no, yeah, I like that. Um, do you guys whenever you're talking to your guest, do you ever get FOMO? You ever think like, oh, I really wish I was there with them or dang it. I am super sad that I missed that. Um, I have FOMO all the time. Andrea, if you listen to this, stop racing so much because you're giving me FOMO every time you line up on the starting line. <laughs> <laughs> that girl races every weekend and I freaking love it. I wish that I had, I wish I had her mental fortitude to line up as much as she does, but she gets to go on so many like running adventures and pacing people. And it's just amazing. So yeah, I get FOMO from, from, from her and she had a, she had a really cool story and she's, uh, she's attempting the quad crown next year. So that's going to be fun to watch, but we might have to have her back on as the, maybe one of the first quad crown finishers. Which is the triple crown of 200s with Cocodona. Yeah, that'll be super cool whenever she does that. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Man, I can you imagine. <laughs> <laughs> can you even imagine. And hopefully, you know, uh, Bigfoot and Tahoe don't line up so close together again. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, FOMO for me. You know, I could say with almost every guest we've had... 
when they're talking about some of these adventures, it's like, I just want to be there right where you were at, you know, even if it's non-goal related and they're just out there hiking or, you know, when Ben finished one of his swims, just after he gets pulled up back on the boat, man, I'd just love to be there just to see, witness that and share that experience. Um, same with rain after getting off a, off a horse that he just got knocked off of, like, that'd just be so cool to be there and asking him questions or just, you know, how he's reacting. I guess, you know, being an ultra runner and ran races, I, I mean, sure, Justin and I and Bethany too, you can kind of relate how it feels after a finish line, after a hard race, but everyone's different. So I guess some of the other the other ones stound out a little more where I'd like to be there. I don't I guess I don't really want to say that I was doing what they're doing, like as in Ben swimming, but I just would like to be there when he gets pulled up out of the water on the boat. Right. Yeah, when Jen when Jen came across the finish line, DFL and broke down like I watched that video a hundred times and it's amazing, you know, and like, that was the the moment where I was like, I have to have her on the podcast. <laughs> and so like, just to be there to watch that emotion of not only her, but the 60 some odd people that crossed that finish line in the golden hour, like, you know, that emotion in that, that, that stadium had to have been super high. Right. Yeah. Especially like your, your guest will, be very passionate about whatever it is that they're talking about. And I like how your podcast kind of flows organically and allows them to really highlight the things that they're most passionate about, whether it's a specific part of their sport or their life or their accomplishments or things that they, um, you know, are struggling with. I, I think that they give us a glimpse of you know, as if we were standing there, like what you're talking about, Robbie, or because they're so passionate about it and their storytelling is so good, then we can just imagine, you know, that we were there. Perhaps we didn't want to be there with Steve when he was running in the dark, but, (laughs) you know, or, you know, but we can just, you know, imagine their struggles and their accomplishments and their victories, you know? Um, all right, let's transition more towards like everything that happened in the past year, like podcast wise. So we talked a lot about your guests and how you related to them and, and what you liked, uh, liked about the stuff that they're doing, but what is something unexpected that happened because of the podcast? Good or bad? It doesn't really matter. Well, for me. I've been fortunate enough to meet a couple of our guests. Um, when I did Quad Rock 25 with my sister, Rachel was there. And we got to meet her before the the race. Then she said, I'll wait for you guys to finish. I'm like, well, that's cool. She waited. I don't remember how much further ahead she was of us and waited for us. Uh, but she waited. and. Got to sit there and talk with her for like hour and a half after the race. And it was just 
it was really cool to be able to meet one of our guests, especially Rachel with her story. It was just, it was really surreal. And I was uh, kind of having a hard time uh, trying to figure out and deal with the emotions. Because sometimes, you know, we sit here and we record this and it reaches people. It doesn't feel real. And we get messages from people like, I listen to your podcast. And sometimes it feels like a false identity. But then when I got to meet her and hang out with her for an hour and a half and she waited for us and super cool and all that, you know, it just kind of was like, wow, this is, I would have never met her if we didn't have her on the show and we were to race together. Then uh, I got to meet Steve. He was on a little road trip for the summer and uh, he's like, hey, I'll stop by and we can grab lunch. So he came by here in Rapid and we went ate lunch and sat and talked and had a wonderful time. And it's these, just these friendships that we've built over the year that are amazing. The bad, I don't, I don't get, I don't know. I haven't had anything bad really. Um, so I don't think there's anything bad that I've had come from the podcast. Yeah. It's like, um, you made some genuine connections with people that you couldn't have foreseen that. Right. Whenever you guys were sitting at the kitchen table, hashing <laughs> out, like, what do we want to do with this thing? Rerecording your intro 500 times. Like, <laughs> telling me to be mics. quiet. Yeah, exactly. Stop, stop coughing on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> make the dog shut up <laughs> yeah it's it's really cool i think whenever you guys can meet um your guest and you will like post the photos on instagram um it's really really neat how small the world is and how you can bring together all these people that really don't have a lot in common you know um so i th i do think that's really cool what about you justin did you have something unexpected that happened well i'm gonna kind of go on the same lines as robbie he stole my line <laughs> <laughs> um it, it it's kind of the connections i think is it the same line of things it, it's really cool like we were at bighorn and we had made the announcement at bighorn prior to on our podcast that if you see us and you want a sticker just come up and ask and we got stickers i gave out like 25 30 stickers that day and so that was cool just to know that like you know people knew me as Justin they knew me as running in stash and I I came up you know they came up to me like oh my gosh you're so and so and it's just like that's that's really cool and that means that people are listening to the podcast and people are hearing other people's stories so it's not cool it's cool for me like yeah obviously getting recognized that's kind of neat but it's the fact that the DFLs that come on their stories are being heard and so I think that's really cool. And and along the lines with what you were saying about Rachel, like she reached out to me earlier this year and was like, I'm planning running this race next year. Would you come and pace me? And I thought that was super cool that, you know, she's never met me before. We, we talk on Instagram quite often actually. And we met on the pod, we met from the podcast and like, but now she's asked me, will you come out and pace me for a race? And I'm like, 
I'm going to try everything in my damnedest to come out. Cause that would be so much fun. Um, you know, her story of going through uh, a transition and she, um, I had someone that I know personally reach out to me and say, Hey, my, one of my children is going through the same type situation. Do you mind if I get Rachel's contact information? So I reached out to Rachel and, you know, and, and they got, they got to talk. And so I thought that was cool that because of what she went through and people heard her voice, she was able to affect other people. And I, I thought that was, that was really neat. And so that, that to me was like super unexpected. Um, it, it is, it's the connections and, you know, I, I haven't, had any bad connections. So uh, <laughs> I would say one thing bad that happened to the podcast is uh, we have definitely hit record and hit stop immediately recorded an entire podcast and lost it. So oh no, we have, uh, we've had to go back and re- how many podcasts have we had to re-record like two or three, I think. Yeah. Something like that. And they never are as good the second time. The first ones are always just like super organic, like perfect and the second ones are just like ah, that's kind of bad you know what we're gonna ask <laughs> i mean are we recording right now oh that's a good question <laughs> <laughs> that's cool yeah i think um that just from the sidelines i feel like you guys have gotten to to interview a lot of people that is completely unexpected for me right you started with your small circle of people that you knew and had like direct access to and it's just like gotten bigger and bigger whether it's networking from your previous guest or just getting your name out there or meeting people different places that you guys have traveled or through other you know connections that you have I I think it's really cool to see how big that circle of people has gotten um what is what has been the hardest thing to navigate behind the scenes that maybe we don't hear on on the podcast Robbie you talked a little bit earlier about having to kind of break people out of their shell but what's something like behind the scenes that people that don't have a podcast might not know about well I would I think Justin would agree with this is scheduling um it takes a lot of communication going back and forth and I, I think sometimes we reach out to people through different social platforms and they're like, who's this, you know, who's this person asking me to be on their podcast. And it, it can take a long time. Uh, you know, lots of conversation, lots of people not answering. That's one of the hardest ones for me is like, I'll send, you know, maybe 10 people a message and maybe two or three will respond then maybe out of that two or three it's communication for maybe a week or two, just to finally nail down a date uh, that works for them. And of course works for us. It sometimes feels like they're, you know, trying to fill us out, which I get it. Um, That's been one of the harder things. Um, Usually Justin and I, when we have guests on, we can really tell by their body language or how they're just, acting when we got to draw it out of them um those ones can be harder to deal with because we're asking lots of questions and sometimes we don't get the answer that i would say we're looking for but they don't answer the question (laughs) sometimes at all so it just kind of leaves it open-ended there 
then sometimes we have guests that we don't even have to talk. Right. We just turn, you just hit record and they just go. <laughs> and we love those ones because it's their story. It's not ours. Uh, and a lot of times I'll get return message. What do I need to study for? Uh, you don't need to study for, for anything. What are you talking about? Well, what are we going to talk about? Uh, you know, then I tell them how we run the podcast usually. Then sometimes after that, I won't get anything back because <laughs> I think they're like, Who's this guy that's like, oh, we're just going to have a conversation. And then it goes <laughs> blank. Uh, you know, but that's something that Justin and I really strive for is we don't we don't want to know their story until we talk to them. Right. Because we're learning their story as they're telling us. And I've listened to other podcasts. I'm sure you guys listen to other podcasts where they're reading from a script. They got the questions. They might even sent the questions to their guest ahead of time. So it it sometimes doesn't feel real. Um, so I think that's a another one we I don't know if you agree or not, Justin, but sometimes when we just we don't have a script and we're trying to feed off their story and they're not giving us enough to go off of, we just have to start as, asking random questions. And yeah, no, I, I I totally agree with you. Uh scheduling would be is extremely difficult. Um we're starting to get smarter at it, but, <laughs> but yeah. Um, and, and it's not only scheduling between our guests, like Robbie and I live in two completely different time zones. We live 3000 miles apart. Like we got a shared calendar that works really well, but at the same time, we, you know, up until this year, this whole year, we've been able to make the podcast, both of us, but uh I don't know if we're going to talk about the future. I'm sure we will, but we have a couple lined up where it'll be Rob, Robbie solo and me solo just because of prior engagement. So we kind of came to the agreement that that if we don't want to hold the guest up and so we'll just do the podcast. But I would say another behind the scenes thing is um, I, I edit all the podcasts myself. And so we had someone um, doing the editing for us and then we decided that that was not the direction we wanted to go with podcast. So we took it on ourselves and I became YouTube smart on <laughs> editing podcasts. And I, you know, I personally think I do a good job, but who knows <laughs> people are still listening to it. So I must be doing all right. Um, but it's, it's been a struggle trying to learn how to record the podcast, um, upload it to this platform and download it in this platform and edit it here and do this and that. And so you know, and all of that takes time. And so, um, you know, that's something behind the scenes that, you know, I know everybody knows that a podcast is edited, but it's still kind of crazy. Yeah. I, I think another, sorry, another thing for me is uh, you guys know I'm very introverted. I mean, you two know. Are you? <laughs> really? Come on. <laughs> uh, so in the beginning, it was really hard for me to find some kind of groove or how to ask a question that I want to ask, how to talk in front of a microphone. Um, we do it on zoom. So that takes a little bit away. And you know, when we're, when we do it with the other guests, but I think we've only done one really uh, with the guest in house type of thing. But that's another struggle for me is, just opening up and leaving that fair aside of I'm talking to the stranger. I don't know who they are. 
<laughs> I have to be engaged. <laughs> that's another, I guess that's another behind the scenes one for me that <laughs> I have to kind of prep myself before we do these things and get in the right, right mindset. Yeah, it definitely sounds like a lot of personal growth between the two of you, whether it's like honing some new skill or stepping out of your comfort zone, because I would probably be a lot like Robbie and would need to get comfortable. Um, I'm not like Justin. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> like, but I do think you guys do like are a really good. You have like a good balance between the two of you, I think. And it's kind of cool to hear about the behind the scene, behind the scenes stuff. Um, I can see a little bit only because I'm married to one of you guys, but um, which one's that? Yeah, <laughs> I'll let the audience decide. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's cool to hear about like, you know, hear about things that happened that you didn't think were going to happen or things that you had to overcome that you might have not saw. I mean, personally, I know that you guys had to spend a little bit more money on gear than maybe you thought at the beginning. And you, I think we're still doing that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I bought some gear today. <laughs> oh, did you? <laughs> I think you, you know, you have to adapt as you go on. Um, but I'm super proud of you guys for that stuff. Um, and speaking of that, what has been like you guys' proudest moment? I think the, you know, I'm going back to what I had said before, and you know, the what was unexpected is the connections and someone coming up to me and saying, Hey, I listened to your podcast. That was awesome. Thanks for, thanks for highlighting so-and-so and, you know, all the messages that we get. Um, I probably get one a week, like, Hey, so-and-so was awesome. Thanks for having them on the podcast. Um, you should do so-and-so. And then, you know, like, I, I think that, you know, that's been, that's been something that's super cool to me. And like, I'm proud to be able to tell people stories. And that's what, that's what it's all about is, you know, I don't want to say the little man, the little woman, but you know, in this humongous world, like we are the little people. And so, you know, when it comes to running, we're not the elite runners or, you know, so I think that telling people stories and allowing them to share it, seeing their passion about what sport that they're involved in, that that makes me proud. And that people listen. That's the coolest thing. <laughs> people listen to me rumble on. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna kind of I'm gonna go along with what Justin said. Uh I was a Black Hills 100, you know, this year in 23. And I was out on the course uh just filming. And I was on the trail and this guy passed me and he's like, I said, good job. And he got maybe 10 feet away and he turned around. And he's like, Hey, you're the guy from golden hour adventures. Oh, that's I'm so like, cool. I was like, what? He's like, I could tell by your voice. I'm like, Oh, I was like totally caught off guard. I don't know who he was. We said a few things. I said, do you want some stickers? He's like, I got one in my race packet. Thank you. I love your podcast. And I turned around and started running away. Still don't know who the guy was. That's so cool. <laughs> but he he said he listened to our Black Hills and Bighorn podcast and he's been listening to other ones and get caught up. I was like, wow, that kind of blew me away. Just by my voice, he knew who I was. <clears throat> yeah, that's super cool. Do you 
how do how do your listeners like find you guys to give you feedback or what's the best way? Uh, I'd say the best way to reach out to us is you can reach out to us individually through our Instagrams, um, running in stash and Robbie's is runs hills, six Oh five runs hills, six Oh five. Um, you can hit us up on golden hour venture podcast. We monitor that as well. May not post there as much, but you can find all the past episodes there. Um, you can message us there, but, um, you can leave us a review on any platform that you listen to it. Um, it definitely helps us out. The more reviews we get, the more the algorithm kicks it out to more people for suggestions. So sorry, I didn't want to do a little plug there on, yeah, on our podcast. I guess Heck I yeah. shouldn't have known you were going <laughs> <laughs> Any chance I get to plug, I'm going to plug. Oh, you know, that's just brought something up that one of the struggles is <clears throat> we have our social medias and we have the uh, Golden Hour Adventures and and we have, you know, the Golden Hour Adventures email. I think one of the struggles that kind of happens sometimes is Justin and I are both monitoring or one of us is not monitoring. And that's just a business thing is where sometimes stuff just gets lost. Right. <laughs> I was just thinking of one of the other struggles. It's uh, that, that one. That one can be difficult. Justin does a way better job of social media than I does. <laughs> I do anyways. Um, you know, sometimes I'll look and I'm like, should I respond? You know, sometimes I just, I don't know. But that's one of the struggles I have is uh, more of the the shared mutual end of the business part. Um, we're both, you know, 50-50 and we both have our things. Sometimes it just gets a little lost. Yeah. No. And I'm sure as the year has progressed, you guys have had new stuff come up that you kind of have to navigate through and, you know, hash out who's doing what and playing to each other's strengths and weaknesses as well. You know, so that's why you guys are a partnership. Um, so who like podcast wise, do you guys look up to? Or do you think like we just want to break the entire podcast mold? Like, <laughs> what do you guys who who's someone that your listeners would probably resonate with, or else you like them for a different reason? You think they um, you know, do interviews well, or their guests are awesome or they just have like an overall mission like how you guys want to highlight the everyday person what's somebody that you look up to i think robbie and i will agree on this one um i think scotty coomer with 10 junk miles is probably he's he's probably one of the best podcast interviewers out there um of course there's like joe rogan and those guys but you know scotty if you if you message scotty he will he'll answer your message and, you know, get back to you. And so I, I think that, you know, he's an everyday runner, just like us. He's, he runs a business, but he's also a lawyer. And so it's just like, he understands the everyday runner in us. And um, that guy can interview the hell out of a person. So, <laughs> and and then just his platform that he's built, you know, through 10 junk miles. I, I think that's just, just someone that, um, you know, I, I, I definitely don't want to take my podcast or our podcast, sorry, Robbie in that direction, but I think that, um, I think that a lot of what he does that we could take and mold and put into our style. 
And so I, I definitely look up to him as a podcaster and um, yeah, what he's built. It's cool. I guess for the, you know, the run side of run podcast, the adventure jogger kind of has, you know, our style or the style we prefer. Uh, he just brings in all different kinds of people, walks of life, uh, does a really good job of asking questions, getting to know that person outside of running instead of just, you know, it's usually about that person running, but he does a great job of getting to know who that person is uh, before he goes into the, the running part. And you know, there's a, you know, Cameron Haynes podcast, what she just started. Uh, he has a great style and he does a lot of other stuff, but the way he interacts with his guest is very genuine. Uh, and I, I really like that style of keeping it out of the clouds and who this person really is instead of, you know, Joe Schmo has already done all this and that's all we're going to talk about more on a personal level, get to know the person. So since it's the year in review, what, what do you guys think would be your next like chapter? We're moving into year two. You are we looking at more of the same? Are we looking at trying something new? What's going on in your little heads? <laughs> hmm. Well, I'm always floating ideas at Robbie, like, hey, what do you think about this? Or what do you think about that? And vice versa. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I feel like what we what we're doing works. And so, you know, why change what what is working? And so, yeah, I think that I'm we're still gonna highlight the the everyday person doing extraordinary things um we have a great um group of people already scheduled i think through november already so we um we have some ultra runners coming up we have um some podcasters coming up um we have some trail runners we have some road runners um that's the people that I've scheduled, but I, I, you know, it's like, I think what we're doing works and people are enjoying it for the most part. I haven't, I haven't heard anything negative too much, but so <laughs> um, don't fix what's not broke. Yeah. I'm in the same boat. You know, we didn't, I've, I haven't even thought about that changing anything. I like what we're doing. Uh, yeah. I don't think, you know, there's, a lot of these podcasts are like going to season two, season three, and like trying to change some stuff up. But I'm like, just like Justin, why fix what's not broken? Um, I've enjoyed it. And I think we can only start, you know, to reach more as this grows and we get a bigger community following and we get more people to tell us about more people that have done awesome stuff or crazy adventures. And, you know, the world is ours and I think we just need to keep going after all these interesting people with the yeah. story. Is there anyone that you guys have in mind? Like, Oh man, I would really like to interview them. Somebody that isn't already lined up on your schedule. <laughs> um, I, he, He's been, he's been interviewed a million times and everybody knows him, but I think 
for me, being a firefighter, um, Andy Glaze would be an awesome person to have on the podcast. In my opinion, yeah, he does incredible things and runs incredible races and 100 mile weeks for what, 180 something weeks. Like, that's incredible. But you know what? He is a full time firefighter and he still works. He has a family. Um, but doing the things that he does day in and day out, week in, week out, year in, year out is incredible to me. Um, I think he would be a really cool guest to have on. I want to do a different style of interview with him and I want to get to know more of him as a person rather than him as a runner. All the podcasts that I've listened to with Andy have been, well, you ran this and you ran this and you ran that. Like, I understand that he's a runner and everybody in his followerships knows that he's a runner, but I want to get to know him as a person and like what drives him as a person to get out the door and do dinner miles or go run a hundred miles for his birthday or run canyons a hundred mile or get on a plane and do Cocodona the next day by himself. Like what drives you as a person? Like that's the things that I want to know. And I haven't heard that interview yet. And I'd really like to be the person that cracks that egg. So I guess for me, it's not like say one person, but I want to reach out to more people that have uh, struggled through adversity in their life and how they've dealt with it either through, you know, sport or non-sport, um, like mountaineers, you know, like someone that's maybe climbed Everest or something because, you know, that's a struggle beyond 100-mile struggle. You know, they say when they're up there on the mountain, they have to take, you know, 15 to 20 breaths to take one step and wait another two minutes, take another 15 to 20 breaths, take another step. That is just such slow movement, and that's, <clears throat> excuse me, all mental. So that's kind of the, uh, some of the guests I want to find, people that have done crazy stuff like that, or, you know, walked across Antarctica or pulling a sled. Then what really fascinates me is just the, the mental side of things. Uh, people that have used either ultra running, cycling, whatever, endurance sports to get somewhere else in their life from whatever it may be, trauma, PTSD. Um, then, you know, another thing that I've taken in New Journey sobriety and it's the hardest thing I've done. It's harder than any hundred mile I've ever ran. And it's a battle every single morning to wake up and stay sober. So we've had some, you know, sober guest on the, the podcast and I hate to make it about you know sobriety all the time but that stuff just fascinates me kind of like where Justin was going with Andy what motivates you to do what you do that's different for everyone let's say that somebody's listening to this podcast right now because I'm sure it's going to be your most listened to podcast <laughs> um and they want to share their story or they know somebody who has an awesome story that they want you guys to feature. Do they just contact you and say, hey, will you guys feature me? You would be surprised that the amount of guests that we have had on our podcast this last year that actually reached out to us. So you guys are like super approachable. Absolutely. If you want to come on the podcast, 
it doesn't matter if you ran your first 5k or you uh climbed your local 13er come on the podcast we'd love to hear your story um you'd be surprised at the amount of people that have reached out to us and want to be a guest and that is super cool to me hey it takes out of the it takes all the hard work out of it (laughs) (laughs) we don't have to schedule you you're already scheduling yourself so yeah if you want to come on the podcast reach out to me on you know running in stash run sale 605 reach out to our golden hour ventures podcast instagram just leave us a message tell us you want to come on we would love to have you yeah, yeah, I'm not I'm not gonna lie, I kind of got my feelings hurt when you didn't say that you were really wanting to interview me. Next. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding with you guys. All right. What is like your goal for next year? We kind I guess we kind of already talked about it. You want to keep on featuring everybody, but do you have like a certain goal that you're looking for or that you guys are working towards? I mean, uh, what is our I goal? Think, yeah, I mean, you know, Justin and I will talk. I we just want. I'm I'm not going to speak for Justin, but I think we just want to keep doing what we're doing. Um, we did this to get people's stories out there. We enjoy podcast. We wanted to learn about you know the podcast platform. I don't. For me, there is no really goal in the site, but. Uh, besides to keep getting interesting stories out to the people to hear them on a platform. Uh, I don't want to get caught up in numbers or anything like that. I just want to keep putting out stories. Yeah. Different people, different things, and just keep doing what we've been doing. Uh, I don't want this to become some kind of goal-oriented structured thing that we're doing because for me, it would take the fun out of it. Yeah. I, it, and Justin maybe I'll speak this. We already have enough going on in our lives and getting gas. And when we have to sit down and, you know, be at the same place on a Sunday or a Saturday, whatever day of the week is, at the same time, you know, that takes away from what we were doing. Or we have to make, you know, change our plans, which is great. I don't mind it. Um, that's why we're doing it. But I think if we get really goal orientated, I think we're going to lose some of the spark and the fun of it. Yeah. I'm a, uh, I'm a numbers guy. Like I really like looking at the numbers and um, I'm not, I'm not wanting to hit a particular number, but I would like to get our numbers up. And so, you know, that would be a, definitely a goal. And I think that, you know, just through, you know, pod, keep podcasting, keep doing what we're doing. Those numbers are just naturally going to keep getting higher and higher because the more guests you get on, the more they share it, the more new listeners we get. And that's, that's what I want. And it's not just, it's not an ego thing to get my numbers up or Robbie's numbers up or the podcast numbers up. It's, it's honestly, for me, it's just to get more people to listen to these guys' stories because there's such great stories out there. And I think that you know, the more that the more listeners that listen to it, obviously we're going to grow as a podcast, but we're going to get we're going to get those listeners to hear all those stories of individuals doing crazy things. And you never know, there may be someone on the cusp of running their first marathon out there and they're nervous and they don't know what's going on. And we have someone on that ran their first marathon and they just happen to stumble across our podcast and 
that motivates them to sign up for that marathon and go run it. And I just think that would be, that'd be super cool. And it would probably be something that Robbie and I would never have, never hear about, you know, but just, just to know that that might potentially be happening or their first hundred miler. Like maybe they're nervous about running a hundred and they, you know, they heard on the podcast how we talk so nonchalant about running a hundred miler. They're freaking hard, <laughs> but sign up because they're fun. <laughs> yeah, You get bling and then wear your freaking buckles. <laughs> don't put them in a shoebox don't put them in a shoebox <laughs> put you in a shoebox <laughs> i guess one goal i kind of do have is um on the social media side of working harder to on the goal now or uh adventures instagram to give us a little more sight a little more hits um you can have not, it. <laughs> not, not well you're the, the guru not me um <laughs> We can do this together. Um, not for the numbers, but that's very free and easy advertisement for us. We just have to put the work in uh, for sure. to get it out there. Um, we don't advertise, really. That's all been really by word of mouth or I guess people stumbling on us. Because if we look at our, you know, where people listen to us, pretty much all over the world, people listen to us, which is odd. You know, last time I was looking like for your numbers and like we have tons of people in Germany that listen to us. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, I I thought like, that was kind of weird. Like Germany. That's all. Awesome. That's what I was like. Germany. Then we get How some do you like, say thank you in German. Danke schön. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then people in Asia and stuff like that. I'm like, this is so random that we get these. Yeah. That's really cool. People from all over the world listening. Yeah. I think, um, you guys staying like super organic and and very casual because that's very much your vibe but also you know it's okay to have like a little a goal or something that you're working towards just to you know make sure that you're still moving forward because like you said if you up engagement same thing like Justin was saying um it's a good thing to it indicates that, yeah, people are still vibing with your podcast. They're still listening. They're still appreciating your guest. And also it's allowing you to reach new potential guests. So your guest list can keep on growing, right? Um, but yeah, no, I think I think that's cool. And I agree, don't, don't fix what's not broken. If it's working for you guys, then let's keep on going. Um, but... There any new sweet swag? See how I did that? <laughs> sweet swag in the That's hard to works. say. You can only uh you can only get sweet that. swag. <laughs> and I would like to let's jump back for a second. Oh, here we go. Here we go. To the <laughs> stickers that you guys were handing out at races in June. I did not get my sticker everyone until August. <laughs> okay. I'm over it now. But anyways, any new like swag that people can find that we should be you know wanting to add to our collection that's robbie's wheelhouse you take it yeah so that's you know one thing kind of struggle with the merchandise um we use shopify <clears throat> excuse me um and you can find all of our stuff there on shopify um justin and i can you know divided and conquered our different uh, not goals, but uh, 
what is that uh, word? Like responsibilities. There you go. Responsibilities. <laughs> Responsibilities. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so uh, I'm in charge of the merch and, you know, Justin does the editing and the social media part. Um, we first opened the store and we had lots of sales. Um, and we could probably advertise that more. Uh, but yeah, I don't, uh, I can always, you know, design new stuff or have new stuff come out. Kind of hit a little lull with it because our sales really haven't been up and it's kind of hard to get motivated to want to go out and design new stuff that isn't selling. Right. Um, um, but I think, you know, as the colder weather moves in for both of us that I'll sit down and make some new stuff up and, you know, do a better job at advertising it. Um, you know, Facebook supposedly meta, the meta metaverse is supposed to have the link and that hardly ever works. Um, same with Instagram. I haven't clicked on the Instagram one for a while to make sure it still works. Um, but yeah, no. So if you're out there and you're listening and you want some swag, hit me up, tell me what you want. I'll design it. And if you got any ideas, uh, when Justin and I were first talking about it, we wanted to keep it pretty simple. Uh, shirts, easy stuff, stickers. But there is so much out there that could be made and designed and be up for sale. And, and another thing Justin and I talked about is <clears throat> with the merch side, yes, it does help us out. But we're doing this because we want to and get people's stories out there. So we're not really relying on the merch. Uh, Jess and I both put our own money into this. Um, we don't make any money <laughs> and we don't care if we do or not. Uh, so I don't want that to come off as, you know, this is go buy our merch to keep us going because we're going to keep going with or without it. So though it does help, <laughs> it does, it does help. It does. It does, does cost money to run a podcast. So <laughs> yeah, it does help. And maybe, you know, that could be some future goals is, Oh, it just started raining super hard here. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I was like, what's that noise? Uh, for me, as a goal to look more into the merch and figure out how to offset the costs. So we do make some more profit off it and can put it back into the podcast. Right. Yeah. You guys should ha have like a um, thing on your Instagram where you let your following like weigh in on what merch they want to see. Yeah, that's a good idea. You can up yeah. your engagement and we can get some new merch ideas. Though stay golden is like the best idea ever. <laughs> yeah, that's probably our best selling shirt. It is. It is. <laughs> You're welcome. That and the coffee mugs and the stickers. <laughs> <laughs> My little Barbie coffee mug. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, what is that? Like six, six ounces? Oh, it's tiny. It's tiny, yeah. <laughs> that's funny. All right. Well, what's like, uh, I don't know how can, so we have the merch and I know you guys are saying like, you're going to do the podcast no matter what you don't want to just like ask for support from your listeners, but what is a way that is free that your listeners can engage with you more or could support you in some other way 
that doesn't, you know, it's, we're not asking for financial support. We're just at, but we're not even asking because I'm asking you, <laughs> like, what is, and they did not know about any of these questions before right now. No, nope, didn't have a clue. <laughs> and, but like, what's something that I, as a listener, can do because you guys are like, you know, the coolest podcast ever? How can I let other people know that? Or how can I support you? Or what's the best way for me to help you? You know, I think that it's not a monetary thing at all. I I love it when I see other people sharing the podcast on their stories or their, you know, posting it on their pages. And I, I just think that's the coolest thing in the world. Like sometimes like I don't even see that they, you know, because of the crazy algorithms or whatever that doesn't show it to me, but I'll just be running across people's stories. And all of a sudden I see like golden hour ventures. I'm like, Whoa, what is that? So I like look into him. Like, I don't even know who that person is, but it's cool that, you know, um, when, when Steve had his podcast on, like that was a really, really engaging podcast. And a lot of people shared it. And a lot of people shared their story based off what Steve's podcast had. And I, I thought that was really cool. Um, but I saw it getting shared around a lot and, and, you know, that opened up way more listeners than what we would have ever done, just Robbie and I. So definitely share the podcast out. If you listen to it and you enjoy it, even if you don't enjoy it, <laughs> share it out. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's what, you know, if you can share it or you can tell your friends about it or your family members, whoever, that's the, the best thing you can do to help. And leaving the, a, leave a review as well. Yeah. And downloads, of course, downloads, the algorithm, I still don't know how it works. Can't figure that out. But um, <laughs> yeah, just sharing it with whoever you want to share it with. If it's, you know, social media or word of mouth. I'm just like Justin, um, after Steve's podcast, I got a weird message from some guy I didn't even know. And he was talking about listening to this podcast and he rambled off this big, huge thing, and I almost was in tears because mm. it affected him so much that he wanted to, I wouldn't say change his life, but he wanted to be better um, after listening to that podcast. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. What What would you guys want to say to your followers? I mean, I know you talk to them all the time to your podcast, <laughs> but... Hi. <laughs> what would you want to say to your listeners right now especially like the ones that whether they I guess whether they've been there from the very beginning shout out to me or they you know just started last week with your most recent episode what would you say directly to them because normally you're speaking to your guest well this is going to be different uh <laughs> thank you thank you thank you for listening to the podcast it's really Amazing that you are currently driving to work. It's 626 in the morning. You're dreading your Monday morning commute, but you got the Golden Hour Adventures queued up and ready to go. You're, you spilt your coffee a little bit on your leg this morning. Your dog <laughs> woke you up bright and early. Your wife is mad at you for some reason, probably had a dream and you're mad or your husband. <laughs> um, but you decided to listen to our podcast on your commute. You decided to listen to our podcast on your bike ride. 
you decide to listen to our podcast on your run, on your commute, on your ride, whatever you're doing, listening to our podcast, sweeping the floors in the kitchen. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. And I know Robbie does too. Yeah. I'm going to say the same thing as Justin said. This is, uh, <laughs> Repeat it verbatim. <laughs> um, I probably didn't remember all of it, but <laughs> no, I, I just, it means the world to me that you, you guys take the time out of your day, guys and gals, excuse me, to listen to Justin and I and our guest. Uh, it just, it means a lot that you appreciate or don't <laughs> uh, listen to us. Um, because we're just two guys in here with another person really shooting the shit at the end of the day. And if you find joy in that, um, it makes my heart happy. Yeah. Uh, this has been an awesome adventure and I can't wait to see what the future holds. Yeah, I agree. Thank you listeners of golden hour adventures. Cause you keep Justin occupied for a couple hours a week. And you give them something to look forward to. And same with Robbie. I'm super duper proud of these guys. Like so proud of them. Um, For like everything that they have accomplished over the last year. And all the ways that they have stepped outside of their comfort zone. And shout out to Robbie on his sober journey. And his massive accomplishment there. And Justin, like, moving across the world again and again, like, <laughs> and us just taking the last year living apart because of his job. I know that the podcast has given both Robbie and Justin, like, something to look forward to each week and a way to, like, connect with others and just a way to share their passion for adventure and for you know, the average person doing something super incredible. Like, I, I think it's super awesome what you guys are doing, and I'm very proud of you. Um, And I think just lastly, I want to know what your next adventure is personally. Well, um, I really haven't had a chance to say anything about this, but um, Today we are recording on September 13th, and this podcast will drop on the 18th of September, our official one year. Uh, on the 30th of September, I'll be running Hell Creek 100K, um, sorry, 100K. It'll be my first 100K, um, kind of seeing where I'm at fitness-wise and going out and testing the body, uh, but then I will be training all winter again <laughs> as much as i bitched and complained last winter about training all winter <laughs> i decided to um secure an early western states qualifier and i will be running bender 100k i actually signed up today so i'll be running the 100k on saturday and then me and my dad will be running the 25k on sunday um that will be a western states qualifier but a training run for the white mountain 100 which is a winter 100 ultra marathon in alaska in march so i got a big winter of adventures planned out and then we'll see what the next 
part of 2024 holds after March. I might be dead. <laughs> no. <laughs> what, what about you, Robbie? What what adventure you got lined up? You know, I don't really have a, I have a few thoughts in my head what I want to do, but nothing on paper yet. Uh, definitely next summer, I'm going to get out and try to do some big adventures uh, in the Bighorns. Uh, self-supported stuff all by myself. Uh, I don't have that all figured out, but it's probably going to be 60 miles plus by myself, self-supported. I got that. Uh, I want to get up into the Bighorns and do some backcountry skiing this winter. Uh, get on my skis and do some uphill skiing back into the Bighorns. I'm kind of uh, addicted to the Bighorns right now since they're so close and mm-hmm. they're so beautiful and so rugged and so so hard <laughs> that's that's that um i don't really have any races lined up um but hopefully we'll see you on a gravel grinder you know yeah hopefully <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know um i've kind of just got some life stuff going on that kind of I don't want to say stopping me from doing stuff, but I just, if I have to pack up and do something, I got to do that. So, um, I don't, I'm having a hard time trying to sign up for races because I don't want to be somewhere then something happens and, you know, the whole yeah. guilt and shame and all that. So I'm kind of trying to figure out how I can still go do some big stuff, uh, with or without people where I don't have to stress about not, I'm not going to say the training because the training is always the journey to the, to the race, which is fun. So uh, I don't want to get myself into something that I can't do. I guess that's the, that's where I'm at, but yep. definitely some stuff next summer in the big horns. And I'm going to look for a gravel race. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and I know that your listeners are going to resonate with both those, like somebody with a pack schedule and somebody with life happening that we're just venturing into unknown. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that kind of wraps everything up. Um, normally we would ask you what kind of gear you're using, but, um, Justin would be here for an hour. So we're going to skip that. Sorry. (laughs) I think we'd both be here for an hour. (laughs) And we already already (laughs) talked about a guest that you guys would want to have on here. So I don't really know how to end this thing. You guys going to take it over or? (laughs) I guess let's just end it as in. Wait, wait, wait. Since we already said what day it is. Happy birthday, Robbie. Happy birthday. Thank you. <laughs> Another year uh, around the sun. <laughs> and then Justin's is coming up too later this month. So yeah, happy birthday to both you guys. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in and uh, go have some golden hours.